Okay. Uh, <coughs> good afternoon, everybody from um, the southern tip of the world, uh, Johannesburg, South Africa. So the Gemara says, Arotelach Kim Yadrim. One who wants to become clever should go south. But I think the Gemara was talking about the Negev, <coughs> not, uh, not South Africa. In any event, uh, <coughs> hopefully this uh, share will. Um, we will be able to enlighten ourselves with the halachot of the upcoming Chag uh, Purim. <clears throat> and as we know, there are four major mitzvot <clears throat> that we have on Chag Purim. Um, so we have to get through all of them. But before that, we also have Tanita Ster. So there's a lot to get through, and we only have one shir before Purim. So we're going to try to cover all of it, um, and we will we'll do some inside, some outside. The Gemara uh, does not say explicitly uh, that there's a Tanit Esther. It's not mentioned in Tanakh, um, and it's not mentioned in the Talmud. So where do we get this uh, din of Tanit Esther? So the Gemara brings, the Rosh brings, Piresh Rabbeinu Tam, Zman Tanit Esther. So we know that the, the uh, the description in the um, in the uh, Megillat Esther of Zman Kila is referring to Tanit Esther. <coughs> Even though it's not said explicitly <coughs> that in future generations one had to fast, we know that in Megillat Esther they did fast, and based on that. Says Rabbeinu Tam, this is the makar for Tanit Esther. Mikani reila Rabbeinu Tam, sad le Tanit Esther, she'anosin, kemo she'asu bimei Mordechai v'Esther, she'nikalu ha'yehudim la'amod al-nafsham. So it's quite interesting. We actually have a minag Yisrael that we don't find the source for it, not in the Chumash, not in the Tanakh, and not in <coughs> the Babli or the Yerushalmi. It's a very interesting, but nevertheless, it's an accepted minag um, and is brought down in halacha. But because it is such an anomaly in terms of its halachic status, so the Shulchan Aruch in Arachaim, Tafresh Peivah, mitanim b'yod gimel ba'adar, v'imchal v'echal b'shabbat maktimin mitanot b'yom chamishi. So we always do it on the 13th, and if the 13th happens to fall on, uh, if, if Purim is on Sunday, so then we bring it back to Thursday. Now says the Ramah, it's not an obligation. What does that mean? It's not an obligation. So if I don't want to fast, I don't have to. No. <clears throat> when the Ramah says it's not an obligation, it means as follows. If there's a need, you don't need to fast. What's the need? He explains. A woman who's pregnant or a woman who is feeding. Or even for a... Uh, uh, a sick person that's not not in Sakanat Nefashot. Even if he's just got a sore eyes, that's enough to say that one doesn't have to um, one doesn't have to fast. Yeah. But Shabrim, but everyone else basically has to should not separate themselves from the Tibur and should take part in the fast. I think we just uh, 
if I can just mute everybody. Thank you. Um, now, the Mishnah Brura says as follows. Where does this come from? And he explains, basically based on the Rabbeinu, uh, Rabbeinu Tam, and he, he brings that, and then it, he says, the Jews of Shushan fasted. Why is it called Tanit Esther? Because Esther Davin, we know Ayelet Hashachah, that pastor, that that capital Tehillim, it was the 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 great cry of Esther, Kasher Avadati Avadati. That cry, we Hashem answers by Etzara, and that is what we are trying to connect to. Esther's cry and her and and, and the way she was answered. Okay, moving on. <coughs> Another <coughs> mitzvah that we have during these times, and theoretically, it's not necessarily connected to Purim, but we know that it was done. The Machatzita Shekel was collected during Adar, so. The rabbis instituted to do a zeicher. The minag is to do it erev Purim. Says the rabbi in Arachaim Tafresh Tzadik Dalit. Yesh Amrim Sheyeshli Ten Kodim Purim Machatzit Mina Matbea Kavu Abotom Makom Utozman. Zeicher Machatzit Ashekel Shayu Notnin Baada. So says the rabbi. First of all, it's important to remember this is not Machatzit Ashekel. This is a zeicher Machatzit Ashekel. If a person says Ze Machatzit Ashekel, it's very problematic. He's being maktish, his half a dollar or whatever it is, and that then has got kedusha. You can't just go give it to an ani. <coughs> so one has to be makpit to say zeicher l'machatzita shekel. Number one. Number two. How much do you have to give? Coin to the Rama, half the amount of the currency of your local currency. So if you're living in Israel, half a shekel. You're living in America, half a dollar, and that's good enough. Even though the half a shekel, the half a dollar is not equivalent to a machatzita shekel, which was like nine grams of silver in the times of the chumash, it's a zeicher. And since it's a zeicher, one doesn't have to actually give the exact amount. And then he says, since it's written three times, the word truma, yeshli ten gimel. Right? You have to give three half coins. One should give it before davening mincha erev purim. The Mishnah Brura brings um, uh, a point out that the Ramah said that it has to be from anyone, any man who is over 20 years old. Because that was the din, the writer, in the times of the Beit HaMikdash. All men over the age of 20, had to give machatzita shekel. However, Mishra brings down that the Minag Israel is not like that. It's also from children from Bar Mitzvah and even younger children and even a pregnant woman <coughs> does for her fetus as well as a woman. <coughs> and this is Minag Israel that most people do on behalf um, of everybody. Okay. Now, the question is how much one has to give. So we said that according to the Ramah, you have to give half of the local currency, but according to the Ramah, you have to give that times three, meaning three half shekels or three half dollars. According to the Vilna Gaon, you give half a dollar or half a shekel. You don't have to do it three times. 
But the Svarim, Chazon of Vadya, Rabbi Vadya Yosef says, no, you should give the amount of what the Machatzita Shekel was worth, which uh, is probably 20, 25 shekels. That's quite a, a, quite a sum if you're doing it for, for, for every person of one's family. So it's 25 times five times six times seven. It can be quite an amount. But that is the, the Machmir opinion. Again, Me'ikar Adin, at least according to Ashkenazi Psak, that is not obligatory. One doesn't have to give that amount. One can give a smaller amount, half a shekel, or if you want to be Machmir like the Ramah, times three per person. However, those who want to be um, do the mitzvah behidur can follow the chazon of Adya and give the full amount per person, which is approximately something like 20 shekels. Okay. Um, let's move on to the day of Purim. Now, the, the Chag of Purim is quite unique. Um, I'm not sure if we have any other Chag other than um, Pesach, where there are so many mitzvot. Uh, if Leila said there, if one looks at the Sefer Achinuch, um, goes through how many mitzvot there are on Leila Seder, I think there were 14 separate mitzvot connected to the Korban. So none of those generally apply to that. But so, so Pesach is unique, meaning the amount of mitzvot that we have on Chaga Pesach um, <clears throat> are unique. Leila Seder is unique. But any other Chag, you have generally one mitzvah of the day. You have a mitzvah to blow the shofar, or you have the mitzvah on Yom Kippur to do vidui, or you have the mitzvah on Sukkot to shake the lulav and sit in the sukkah, two mitzvot. Comes along Purim, it's only the Rabbanan, but we have at least four mitzvot, four <coughs> separate mitzvot. The first being Kriyat HaMegillah. So let's look at the mitzvah of Kriyat HaMegillah. Amar Abichel, Amar Ula Bira. This is a bit of a chidosh. We know that most of the, let's, let's take shofar, for example. We know there's a mitzvah on Rosh Hashanah to hear the shofar. However, generally, if it's a mitzvah of the day, the mitzvah is done during the day. Same, similarly with the lulav. Mitzvah is generally done during the day. Here, we have a chiyuv to do it both in the night and repeat it again in the day. It's quite, uh, it's quite an anomaly. Um, and why is that? The Gemara of Yah brings a pasuk, kavod, meaning we got to praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, and praising the, the Megillat Esther in and of itself is a praise. Yidom, <clears throat> and it's not... Uh, and if you look at the Rashi explains, do not be silent, is referring to a second reading. And that's how the Gemara, Rabbi Chalbo, is learning out there's actually two separate uh, readings. It's a machloket between the Rishonim, which one is the Ikar? According to Rabbeinu Tam, the Ikar reading is actually in the day. Why? Because in the Megillah itself, it talks about Bayamim Haheim, right? Reading the Megillah Bayamim Haheim. And therefore, that, according to Rabbeinu Tam, is the Ika reading. According to Sam Achronim, they understand that that is Dibrei Kabbalah, as opposed to the, the night reading is only Midrabanan. 
right? So, but nevertheless, that's the Ikar. We'll see that there might be enough Kamina whether the Ikar is the Nat uh, Megillah or the Day Megillah. But for now, let's just point out that according to the Rabbeinu Tam, we, even though we everyone agrees you have to read it twice, nevertheless, um, nevertheless, um, that is the, uh, what's it called? Nevertheless, that is the uh, main one during the day. Says the Shulchan Aruch. When you read it, up until the end of the night. However, if you read it from Alot Shachar, as we've been learning from the Hilchot of Tfila, we know that all the mitzvot ayom generally, very avid, one can already do from Alot HaShachar, that's when the day starts. Now, let's look at a few halachot <coughs> pertaining to these two readings that we have to read in the day and we have to read in the night. The brachot. What brachot does one say before reading the Megillah? He came and read it, and he made a brocha manach. Manach is an acronym. What is that? Mem refers to al-mikra megillah. Nun is shasan nisim. That's the brocha shasan nisim lavoteinu. And chet is referring to shechianu. So we say three brachot at night. What about the sec in the day? Do we repeat those three brachot? So the first two, everyone agrees we do. What about the brocha of shechianu? But during the day, you can't say Shechianu. You've already fulfilled the, 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 the mitzvah already at night. So we know, like let's say you did, the, you shook your lulav and you make a brocha every day. Since it's already begun, so it's not new. You don't say Shechianu every day you take the Lulav on Sukkot. <coughs> Never, so that's a, uh, the Shrita of the Shulchan But the Ramah says no. You have to say Shechianu even during the day. Explains them again, Abraham. Why? It doesn't make sense. According to the laws of Shechianu, Lichora doesn't make sense. Says him again, Abraham, Ikar mitzvah kriyata bayom. Because the Ikar mitzvah is to read it in the day. So because the Ikar mitzvah is to read in the day, we say Hashem Yanu. There are many kashas on this Magen Abraham. Um, for example, we, we, we're going to get to the mitzvah of Achilat Matzah. The mitzvah of Achilat Matzah on Leila Seder. There's a machloket when we makayim that mitzvah. Do we makayim it when we say amotzi lechem in aretz? Or according to the Rashbam, do we be makayim it at the end of the Seder when we eat the Afi Koman? The Rashbam has to deal with the kasha of, hold on a second, so why did you say the brocha? Um, why did you say the brocha of hamotzi, of, 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 of alachilat matzah in the beginning? You should say it at the end. So he says, no, because you start. So Lichora, one could argue the same thing, even if I say that 
get the ikar is during the day, since I did it beforehand, I still can't say the shechiyan. Believe that as a kasha, it's a, the, the bottom line is that <coughs> the Magen Abraham and the Ramah Paskin, and that's how the Ashkenazim Paskin, that during the day we repeat the brach of Shechian. But the Mishnah Brura adds, V'nachon lechaven bebirkat Shechianu gam mishloch manot, seudat purim shem gamken mitzvat matzot, v'yodiyah zeh l'shaliach tzibu ha'mavarech tovai kavara shomea mashmiya. That the Shaliach Tzibu should have in mind to be Motzi, everybody. And also, the Brach of Shechianu is also for not only Kriyat Megillah, but all the other mitzvot of the, of the day. Top. Um, so let's now just finally finish the Brocha at the end of <coughs> the Megillah. And that is the Brocha of Aravet the Gemara asks at the end of the Megillah, and the Gemara brings that Haravet Rivenu, etc. Koshbarhu is the king of the, the, the universe, etc., who, who basically argues our case and, and saves us. Now, the Shulchan Aruch says a very interesting the, the Ramah brings a very interesting thing. Let's read the Shulchan Aruch and then the Ramah. <laughs> Excuse me. If you didn't, if you made a bracha, if you didn't make a bracha before or after, it's not ma'akev, you still fulfill your obligation. The Ramah is a very interesting chidush. He says, The bracha of Aravit Rivenu can only be said b'tzibur. And the Shaila is why? What's the cash to, to, to reading it in a tzibur? Meaning a person's in hospital, he's doing a, a private reading. He doesn't say Aravit Rivenu. Why not? Explains the Aruch Hashulchan. Katam Rabbeinu Ramad the Brachas Lacharei and Ayel Betzibur. The Yesh Lomar Atam. He explains the reason. The Kema Deina Shaychal Megillah Elahi Birkat Hoda'a Mishum Pirsumei Nisa. Census is a Birkat Hoda'a itself because of Pirsumei Nisa. Lonit Kana Ela Betzibur Sheir Pirsum Velo Beyachid. Meaning, the Rav Et Rabbeinu to begin with is a Bracha of Hoda'a. And it was done for the sake of Pirsum and Nisa. So what's the point of doing Pirsum and Nisa if you're going to do it, um, if you're going to do it by yourself? You have to have a Tzibur in order to do Pirsum and Nisa. Okay. Let's, uh, um, the Aruch the, HaShulchan, the, interestingly enough, says that that is not the Minak of the Shtei Yeshivot of Babel. Um, and therefore, he thinks that the Minaga Oilam is to say the Brocha, even if you are reading it Piyachid. Nevertheless, Sabir Alacha, the Mishnah argues and says, less than 10 people, we do not say the Brocha of Harab et Rivain. What about woman reading and the Mitzvah of Kriyat Megillah? We have a cloud. Mitzvah Tasa Shazman Grama, woman are example. Says the Gemara. That's true for most, but there's some exceptions. One of them being Megillah. Women are <coughs> obligated because though they too were in the miracle. In the miracle. The question is how you translate According to Rashi, it means that they were, they, um, that they that they were also part of the Xaira, 
right? And according to Tosvat, um, they actually enabled. Oh, sorry, I think I got it wrong, uh, wrong way around. According to Tosvat, <coughs> they were part of the Xayra. Right? According to Rashi, because the mitzvah came about through Esther. Whichever one it is, it's an exception to the rule, and therefore women are still obligated in Kriyat Megillah. Now, says the Gemara, Piresh Rashi, Shemotziot Lanashim Yedechavadan Valar Hot Dolot Katar. Afal Gabshechavot, the Mikro Megillah, and Amotziot Lanashim. Machloka between Rashi and Balachot Dolot. According to Rashi, women have the same obligation as men, and therefore they can be Motzi a man, his Chova, whereas according to the Balachot Dolot, they can't. The Baal Arachot Dolot does not explain why. He doesn't explain why. And the Rosh gives an explanation for the Baal Halachot. The Rosh explains that according to the Baal Halachot Dolot, men have an obligation to read the Megillah. Whereas women only have an obligation to hear the Megillah. And since hearing is not the same as a Chiyuv to read it, so that's why they cannot be Motsi men. That is an explanation in the Bahag. The Bahag doesn't say that explicitly, but that is the, um, call it the most uh, accepted understanding of the Shitta of the Bahag. There are other Shittas as well. Says the Shulchanar, how do we pass them between Rashi and, uh, and uh, the Bahag? In Arachaim, Tafresh Peitet, Echad whether you're reading or whether you're listening, you have fulfilled your obligation. On condition that you're hearing it from a person who is obligated to read it. This is also quite interesting. If we said the mitzvah was al mikra megillah, for men definitely is to read the megillah, how can I be yotze by listening? One could say, oh, what's the difference between this and shofar? The Rambam says the difference is, is that the shofar, the mitzvah is to hear the shofar. And that's why the bracha is lishmoa kol shofar. But over here, the bracha is al mikra megillah, to read the megillah. So how can I be yotze? So lichora one is yotze from the principle of shomea ke kore. Person who hears it, is it, it is as if he is actually reading it. That is explicit in the Yerushalmi. In Yerushalmi, he says, mikan l'shomea ke kore. A person who hears it is, a pers- is, is as if it's a person who is reading it. One of the difficulties with that understanding, and I won't go into it um, in today's share, it's more a lambda's question, um, is if we hold that Shomea Koone is the mechanism, or Shomea Koore is the mechanism in which we fulfill one's obligation, there's a difficulty with that. Because um, the, there's a machloket between Rashi and Toswat. I'll, I'll just take two minutes to, to, to uh, develop this. There's a machloket between Rashi and Toswat how the mechanism of Shomer Kone works. According to, Tos, according to Rashi, Shomer Kone is amyotse, meaning the, the, the agent is like Mashaliach. So he's fulfilling it. So by him doing it, he's my agent and I fulfill it. It's almost like a shlichut. According to Toswat, there's a bigger chidush. It's as if I spoke the words. Shomer Kone means it's as if I said the words. But says the Beit HaLevi, <coughs> according to Tosvot, it's true that it's as if I said the words. However, if there's a secondary type of 
halachic obligation, Shomea Kone doesn't answer that secondary obligation. For example, Birkat Kwanim not only has to be said, but has to be said with a projected voice, a call round. Says the Beit Lady, one coin cannot stand up and say Birkat Kwanim on behalf of all the Kwanim. And it's as if they said it because Shomea Kekore, or Shomea Kone, because although they said it, but they didn't say it, the call ram. They didn't say it with a loud voice. The, um, the, the, uh, of Yaakov Emden in his, uh, Mishnah, uh, in the Yavit, he says the same thing about, about, regarding a blind person making the brocha for Kriyat Torah. He says, okay, so the Balkara is going to read and he's going to be Yotze Midin Shomea Kone. Very nice. But so it's as if he said it. But in the end of the day, it's as if he said it reading Psukim Balpeh. You can't read Psukim Balpeh. He's a summa, he can't, can't see. So a person who can't see can't get a brocha according to the Shulchan Aruch and Rabbi Yaakov Emden. We don't pass him like that. The Ramah doesn't pass him like that. The Ramah passes him like the Mariel. But the point is, <clears throat> is Lichora, the principle of Shomer Kone is okay, it's as if I've said it, but any other secondary obligation, Lichora, according to Tosfot's understanding, doesn't work. So if I haven't got a kosher Megillah in front of me and I'm listening to the Baal Kore, Shomer Kore, it's as if I'm hearing, as if I'm reading, but what's the problem? I'm reading from a Pasal Megillah. So how does Shomer Kone help me? Yeah, the question. Right? If the mechanism of the Shomer Kone, okay, Shomer Kone, but okay, so Shomer Kore, it's as if I'm reading. But what am I reading from? I'm reading Balpe. Because when I'm reading from a Chumash, it's like I'm reading Balpe. So when I'm reading Balpe, that's a problematic. You can read 49% of the <coughs> Megillah Balpe, but more than that, you can't. Salichara, so, this is a Kasha. Anyway, this is an argument of Tzvi Pesach Frank has a nice uh, truva on it, um, but we'll leave that uh, for the moment. Um, but the bottom line is most understanding is that the mitzvah is to read the Megillah and the mechanism is Shomer Kokore or Shomer Kone, and notwithstanding the question that I just, uh, that I just uh, posed. Okay, now let's, uh, let's move on. The... Um, what about a woman reading the Megillah? Says the Ramah, the Yeshomrim imaisha koralatzma mevarechet lishwa Megillah shenachayevet bekriya. Again, the Ramah is following the Shrita of the Baal Halachot Gdolot, or the explanation of the Rosh in the Baal Halachot Gdolot, that the obligation of women is not to read the Megillah, but is to hear the Megillah. And therefore, he actually says, we should change the brocha to say lishmoa megillah. Some achronim um, <coughs> they, uh, differ with this opinion of the Ramah for the simple reason that they say that chachamim, once they institute a nusach of a brocha, we don't change it. So even though there's a slightly different chil and a woman would make a brocha, they wouldn't change it. But the accepted fact of the Ashkenazim at least is to read, is if a woman's reading it, she should say Lishmoa Kol Shofar and not um, Al Mikra Megillah. Uh, sorry, not Lishmoa Kol Shofar, Lishmoa Megillah. Now, 
פניני ההלכה, סזקטס, כיוון שהדין שנוי במחלוקת שכולה שקולה בין הראשונים. It's a מחלוקת whether women can fulfill the obligation on behalf of the men whether they have the same חיוב as men, הורו רוב האחרונים שאישה לא תוציא איש ידי קריאת המגילה. Because of this, opinion of the bad ההכרות גדולות, a woman shouldn't read for a man. רק בשעת הדחק עוני לטעם אבני, כאשר אין אפשרות שהאיש יקרא לעצמו או ישמע מאיש אחר, תקרא לו אישה כדי שיצא לו ידי המצווה לפי הסוברים שאישה יכולה להוציא איש. So if no other option, a woman should read for, for a man if that's the only option um, that is viable. And uh, this is also the opinion of the Yalkut Yotef, even though he says מעיקר הדין לעיקר איזלאק רש"י, he says in the end, נכון לחוץ לסברה ראשונה, אלא אם כן שעת הדחק, right? So he says, if it's שעת הדחק, again, a woman can read for a man, but not לכאורה לחת חילה. Okay, I'm going to just skip the next part because it's not so critical. Um, let's move on to something that I think is very, very stressful for many people when it comes to Mikra Megillah, especially those who are OCD. Um, uh, and that is, what happens if a person misses a word? So you're listening to the Chazan, you're listening to the Balkare, and uh, whatever. Uh, you just happen to be sitting next to the guy who's got the loudest uh, bazooka shooting every time they say the name of a man. So you keep on losing a word every time. So, you know, your muzzle, what do you do? So you think you missed a word. So, um, so what do you do in such a case? So it says the Shulchan Aruch. Let's begin with the Shulchan Aruch, then we go to the Rashmah. One has to read every word. And if you read it, you can't be Yotzeh. Everything has to be written up to 50%, you're good to go. Meaning, as long as the Balkorei knows the Megillah Balpeh, he can complete whatever is missing in the actual Megillah Balpeh. But if you lost a bit of the beginning or the end, then it's a problem. And even <coughs> in the middle, if a whole topic is missing, it's a problem. Now the Rashba writes as follows. Meaning, is that I have to hear every word, or it's just if I miss a pasuk, am I in trouble? What's the din? Explains the Rashba. It's not just a verse, even one word. And this is one of the great challenges for, for um, people that uh, are very obsessive um, in general, when it comes to mitzvot even more so, and just general, stressful, um, <coughs> even though they are not OCD, to make sure that one hears every word of the Megillah, because if you miss a word, Nikhara, you're not Yotze. But what can you do? Explains um, 
um, well, the Mishmur doesn't, the Mishmur of Yad just adds in a Leikova. But what you can do is the Mishmur. Even if you miss one word, we pass him like the Rashba, you're not Yotze. Everyone should have a Megillah in front of them, not necessarily a Kosher Megillah, a Chumash. Even in times of the Mishnah Bro, they were struggling over the people went on with the Rashanim every time there was a Haman, and people missed the next word. So what do you do? So he says like this. Stage number one. Stage number one. Say it. Read it from the Chumash. Ah, you're reading it. It's not a problem. As we saw, up to 49%, you can read Balpe. Stage number two, he says, but even if you missed the word, one can rely on not the uh, not the Rashba, but there were other Rishonim uh, I think it was the Ri and others that said that, you know, it's, it's, if it's one word, it's not a problem. Wait for what's the Shibola I can't remember. Now, there's a problem over here because even if I read a word from the Chumash, there's another halach. And the halacha is, if one reads out of order the Megillah, one is not Yotzeh. So I, I missed, let's just, for argument's sake, let's so I missed verse number five, or the beginning of verse number five. I missed the first two words of verse number five. And I realize it. So when the, and but now I'm following the, I'm following the chazan. So I, he has got a slight break uh, at verse number seven for whatever reason. So I throw in the two words that I read them from the Chumash. It's not going to help me because now it's out of order. So what I have to do, whatever I miss, I actually have to read quickly by myself, uh, Pasuk 5, 6, 7, until I catch up with the Balkore. And then I can continue uh, listening to the Balkore. And then I don't have the problem of Balkore. Okay. We have, uh, yeah, there's, there's a bit more to discuss about Kriyatha Megillah. But for now, I think that's, uh, that will suffice because we've still got another three mitzvot to cover and we've got 20 minutes left. The Purim Suda. I'm a rabbit. Suda Purim Shachla Balayla Loyatsa Yedechovatot. As opposed to Megillah. We said Megillah was unique. There's a Chiyov in the night and there's a Chiyov in the day. In fact, I'm not sure how many other mitzvot we have like that in all the Chagim. If there's a mitzvah in the night and a mitzvah in the day. Even Leila said there, we have a Chiyov to eat matzah at night. There's no Chiyov to eat matzah lichorah during the day. There might be a kum of a mitzvah according to the Vilna Gaon and others, but at Lichora, there's the mitzvah in the night or the mitzvah in the day. For, for Purim, for Kriyata Megillah, there's something unique. That there's a chiyuv in the night and there's a chiyuv in the day. It's quite unique. But Purim Sa'udah is in the day. Like our regular mitzvahs. It says, <coughs> which is referring to the day. And this is so if you eat, you do your suda at night, you're not yotze. Should add a bit more for the suda. Says the Rambam. 
כיצד חובת תעודה זו שיאכל בשר ויתכנסו דנאה כפי אשר תמצא ידו ושותה יין. What's the definition of a סעודה? Meat and wine according to one's capability. The Aruch HaShulchan points out that one should have not mezoinus, they should have an amotzi against me. The Magen Abrahamu doesn't require that. The next famous din, so one has to become inebriated. What is inebriated? It's not so clear. What does this mean? We have <laughs> different uh, understanding. Interestingly enough, the Shulchan Aruch doesn't choose a side. If you look at the words of the Shulchan Aruch, Shulchan Aruch says, Orachayim Tafresh Tzadi Hei, what does he do? He quotes a Gemara, but he doesn't explain to us what that means. The Ramah does take us out. The Ramah says, One doesn't have to get really drunk. He drinks a bit more than usual and goes to sleep. He doesn't know the difference between Arur Haman and Baruch Mordechai. And then he adds, So the person has to uh, 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 have uh, do things l'shem shamayim. And if he is going to get drunk, he should make sure that it's going to be a kiddush Hashem and not a chilol Hashem. So that's, uh, that's just an important era. Uh, if it's, you've got a suffix, whether it's going to be a chilol Hashem, then probably best not to not to get drunk. Um, probably best to be machmir like the other shittas. Okay, when do we eat the uh, Purim Su'uda? Now, this is a challenge for most people living in Chutzlaretz because most people living in Chutzlaretz, uh, Purim is a working day. In Eretz Yisrael, Purim is like a public holiday. But in <coughs> Chutzlaretz, uh, people are at work. Um, and after you're allowed to work, uh, on Purim, it's not it's not Asur. Uh, the question whether you allow you you'll see Siman Brocha or not, but Belichora, it's not a problem. So what do you do in such a case? The Ramah says no agim lasot sudat Purim lachar mincha va'arbit yitpalel balayla. So you do it after mincha. However, says the Ramah, mitpalim mincha tchila ba'odei yom gadol. You should start mincha early, like mincha gadol twelve thirty, whatever, according to Shaot's maniot. Ve'roava sudat shichaliot be'yom. But says the Ramah, the majority of the meal has to be done during the day. And not like the Minag. The Ramah says, listen, in Krakow, the Minag, he saw people were starting their meal at, I don't know what time, 4.30 in the afternoon. And only uh, most of it was ending at 9, 10 o'clock at night. So the majority of the meal was actually after Pesach or in Tetvah. So <coughs> Ramah, Ramah says it's incorrect. There are many achronim that argue and be matzik the minag. Uh, I think part of the minag is just uh, came about based on uh, practicalities, meaning people were, were at work and therefore they got home a few minutes before Shkia, started doing Nitlat Yadayim, but it didn't help. The majority of the Suda in the end of the day was, was later. Um, for those living in Eretz Israel, I think we have a... Uh, we have an opportunity to, <laughs> to be Makayim the Mitzvah, that we should start earlier. We should start our Suda 
two o'clock, three o'clock, um, but generally uh, enough time to get the majority of the Suda done. Okay. Two more mitzvot. Mishloach Manot. Um, so we've done Kriyat Megillah, we've done, uh, we've done the Sudat Purim, now we're doing Mishloach Manot. Tani Rav Yaisev, Mishloach Manot, Eyo, Shte Manot, Lishichad. You have to give two foods to one person. And this is brought down the Shulchan Aruch. Chayab Lishloach Lechavero, Shte Manot, Basar, O Shel Minei Ochlim, either give him two pieces of steak or types of uh, food. Uh, it's got to be two foods to one person. Anyone who does more, and the Mishnah Brura points out, before I get to the Mishnah Brura, there's a machloket between the Chumat Hadeshen and the Manot uh, Halevi. Famous machloket. Actually, I think we might have brought it. Sorry. Okay, so I, I won't tell it yet. Let's turn the Mishnah Brura. Well, let's, let's read the Trumat Adeshin, then we'll come back to the Mishmura. The Trumat Adeshin says, Bnei Adam ha-shokhim l'chavreyem b'purim chalukim v'stinim chai ga'avna, yotzin mi-shlach manot o no. Can you send your, your, your friend towels? Can you send them presents? Other uh, than um, uh, other than anything else? Uh, or does it mamish have to be food? Says the Trumat Adesh, and here then you'll see by the the nearer time the Mishlach Manot, because they share the Kolechad die the Safak lekeyem asudakadina. The reason for the mitzvah of Mishlach Manot is to ensure that everyone's got enough food for the Suda. Based on the Trumat Adesh, the food that you give your your uh, your friend should really be lechatchila something that he could be able to use for his Sudat Purim. Right? So I know some people are quite makbid that like they give dafka basari because everyone's having a basari and you give a milchik uh, um, a milchik mishloch manot. How does that work? Or they give like a, a pie or a kugel or things like that because that can actually be used in the soda. That's a hid or it's not a chiyot, but the makar is from this trumat adeshen. I the, the basis of the gzaira was that people should have what to eat for the soda. However, the manota lady argues. Manot Halevi was an Akron. It wasn't a Rishon like the Trumat Tadeshan. <coughs> Nevertheless, he says, Al yedei mereut v'achvar nikalu v'nitzolo lo beperud levavot imkom yom tov gezar matanot le'evionim. And uh, that, um, but we actually skipped. Uh, it's meant to be Mishloch Manot there as well. And I think it was cut out for whatever reason. But basically, the Manot Alevi says the purpose is for Mishrach Manot is not that people have what to eat, rather the purpose is that people have a, a bonding. Because Lech Knosset Kola Yudim, we need the Achtut of Am Yisrael together. How do you get Achtut? People giving each other presents. Doesn't need to be food. Someone gives me a present, uh, I, might be, I might be more valuable. I might be more excited to receive a, uh, a, a very nice present than, than uh, some food. Um, so this is a question. Who do we pass in like? Do we pass in like the Manota Levi, that you can give anything? Or do we pass in like the Trumat Deshen? Let's go back to the Mishnah So not clothes or other items, meaning He's passing in Lichora like the Trumat Adeshin or Lechumra like the Trumat Adeshin. 
Vahuadin mashke de shapir dami. That drink is good. The shtia bichlal achila. Because so you, can, you want to send a bottle of wine, that's good to go. Because that is in, included in eating. And we said you have to give two types of food. So if you would give a bottle of wine and a, and a kugel, you yod say, mahadrin mina mahadrin. V'chein tzagi bechad, ochad achad mashkeya ba'inan tiyeh mina ochel ha'mogushal v'lo basar chayim. It's got to be a food that he can eat and not something that he has to go and cook. Okay. Um, there is a practical nafkamina that could come out based on this machloka between the manota levi and the uh, and the trumat adeshin. What happens if uh, if a person gives mishloach manot, lots of nice sweets, uh, sweets and uh, some mezoinus, and the recipient happens to be a diabetic who also is a celiac. I don't know if those two things go together, but he can't eat the sweets and he can't eat the <laughs> and he can't eat the mezoinus. So <laughs> I gave the mishloach manot. Was I yotzei machil? I gave it to a friend who <laughs> who can't do anything and he can't eat it. So is that considered Mishloch Manot? So for those who have volume one, I uh, highly suggest reading at the end of the Purim essay, a beautiful uh, um, article by Rav Bensi, <coughs> Bensi Shor. He discusses this exact topic and he goes into the Nekudat Machloket between the Manot Levi and the Trumat Adeshen and the other other hakiras that come in regarding this question. But bottom line is, most poskim say you still yotze. Meaning, as long as most people can eat the food, even though this specific recipient can't, it's still good to go and you still are yotze. Vadai, according to the Manota Levi, where the ikar is not the food, the ikar is the feeling that, wow, someone gave me a present. That in and of itself causes joy. Whether I can use it, I can't use it, lomashane. According to the Trumatadeshin, there's more room to argue that it might be a problem. Nevertheless, as I said, most poskim say, don't worry about it. You <laughs> don't have to go to your friend and ask them if they are a diabetic or, um, or uh, you know, gluten-free, etc., uh, etc. Et you can give them and it's good to go. Okay? Top. Last mitzvah of the day. Matanot Levion. <laughs> The Gemara says, Shtei matanot adam. This is often people get very confused between Mishloach Manot and Matanot Levionim. Mishloach Manot, you only have to give one person. You have to give two different foods or food and a drink to the one person, but the Chiyah is to give to one person. The Matanot Levionim, you have to give to two separate people, two Anim. How much do you have to give? According to the Ritva, the Ritva basically says you have to give a Shave Prutta, which is Shave Prutta today. I don't know. It must be a few agurot. I, I don't know what it's. It's, it's not, not, not a lot of money. Mamash, probably 10 agurot is, is, is Shave Prutta. Um, however, the Shari Tshuva argues. The Machsik Bracha Katab, Sheken Katab Bamati Yoda, Beshem Zerayakov, Shim Noten Maot, Sarikh Shieten Shiur, Shikne. Meaning, you have to give a person enough that he can buy three eggs, because not three eggs, three eggs of food, meaning enough for a soda. 
ואם נותן אוכלים צריך ליתן לו שיר גימו ביצים, מפת, כך נראה לפום ריאתה, ולפי זה אם מחלק לעניים מנה לכל אחד פרוטה לא יצא ידי חובתו. So giving a few agorot to the aniyim is not going to be yotze. So according to this opinion, <coughs> one has to actually give the amount of money that a person can buy a small suda. What's a small suda? Can buy a roll and a, <coughs> and a drink. We'll see in a moment what that is. According to the Mishnabura, Mishnabura says, Me'ikar adin, we pass on like the ritva. But one should be machmed. Rav Bosnia says, what does it mean to be Mahmed? Now, Rav Bosnia was, he wrote that Rav Bosnia has been dead already uh, probably a dec, uh, nearly a decade, I think. Um, or, yeah, nearly a decade, I think. And he says in his <coughs> truva that it was 10 shekels. So probably inflation, uh, we're probably looking at about 20 shekels. I know Rav Mordechai Liao said something, the amount of cost to buy a person a falafel. That was his uh, falafel and a drink. So you used to be able to get falafel for like 10 shekels. Now I think it's like 30 shekels. I don't know. Um, but the, the point is, you have to, <coughs> have to be able to basically buy them a meal. And that is what one should be giving to two separate um, uh, anyim. So <coughs> you want to be Yotza the Mitzvah, Lichora. We're dealing in shekels, probably. 20 shekels or 30, 25 shekels per ani, and then you yotze. The Mishabura points out when can you be Makaim the Mitzah of Matanot Levyonim? Katava Primagadim. Nearly the Lachatchila Zarikritain Levyon Davar Oile, not Mimena, but Purim. You have to give the Matanot Levyonim on Purim. Again, this also causes a lot of stress for the OCD Chevra. Uh, uh, <laughs> Gotta get to the rabbi in time to give the money. Um, uh, so that he gives it to the anim on time. Purim can be a lot, uh, very stressful just to get to get to be makayim all the mitzvahs uh, behidro. However, very important, especially for those who <laughs> who uh, get stressed about these things, is the birah halacha. The birah halacha says like this: kodim purim, kodim purim. Okay, don't give it before because they might eat it. Uminag. <laughs> The minag is to give before. After matanot levyonim mitzvah todavka biyom purim. Although the mitzvah is on purim itself, tarich lomar. The kochach noten shtei matanot levyonim gam biyom purim vegam yesh arbe aniim achosrim alaptachim bepurim. So he says, Tov, mistoma. People are going to be knocking on your door, so you're going to give matanot levyonim as well. So that's why people cover their bases by giving to the whoever it is, the Gabbai, the Rav, the Matanot Levyonim before Purim, he generally is makbid to give it on Purim, which, by the way, that is Mahadrin Mina Mahadrin, meaning Lichora, the din goes after, this is an interesting question, is the din after when I give it, or is it after when it is received? When do I bekayim the mitzvah? Lichora, the mitzvah of tzedakah goes after batar natina, meaning we're looking, if you look in general at hilchot tzedakah, the nature of the mitzvah is always, it's not on the maise mitzvah, but it's on the totzah. The Gemara says that if a coin, if I'm mistaken, the Gemara in Bavabatra in the beginning of Davchet says, if a, a, a coin fell out of my, my pocket, Unintentionally, 
and rolled, and then Ani picked it up, I'm Makai the mitzvah of tzedakah. How can that be? It wasn't even a mice in a tina, it fell. The answer is because the mitzvah of tzedakah is connected to the mice <coughs> totzah and not the mice mitzvah. The question then is, is matanot levyonim, has it got the general characteristics of mitzvah tilchot tzedakah, in which case it's often a tina, or no, that's tilchot tzedakah. Matanot levyonim isn't necessarily Obviously, it's giving tzedakah to, to poor people, but it's not b'shay mitzvah tzedakah, and it might have different rules. So we'll leave that for for uh, further iun. Um, and we will. Uh, oh, well, let's read the the aruch hashulchan. Yesh li tzapek sheshalach manot lera eosh bemerchakim kodim purim veyagiu lo bepurim. So you send your mitzvah manot to a friend three weeks before purim. In order that it gets to him on Purim. Have you been Because the Chiyuv to give didn't come about until Purim. So when you did the Maise Natina, you weren't Chayav. The law Yatsa. You're not You need to do the Maise Mitzvah on Purim itself. He says the Ikar is the Simcha that the giver gives, and you're not getting any Simcha when you send it three weeks beforehand. Okay, that is, uh, gentlemen. We... Question? Yeah. Um... To give the zechel machzitz a shekel and matanos le'evyonim by credit card ahead of time, that it will be let's say distributed or done on Purim. Does that do have, nowadays we don't many times there are courtyard minyanim, so they don't necessarily have a the option of doing it on Purim or in person. Does it have to be done in person? Can you? So, so look, the Aruch HaShokan brings the, the Nafkamina. He says that he thinks it has to be done on Purim. But, uh, but the Minag Oilam is, uh, is not like that. Right? The, 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 the Mishnah Burras uh, Paskins otherwise. The Mishnah Burras and the Bira Lacha said that the Minag is not like that. You can give the money Erev, yom, Erev Purim, whatever it is, in order to be Yotze on, on Purim. You want to be it's not so much the time. I understand the timing, but also right. the issue of giving coins, of, of actually ah, handing that, coins that, versus... I don't think uh, I don't think that's enough, Camila. Uh, mm-hmm. Meaning, I think that, that that's acceptable, even it's considered a Kenyan, Kimat Lechol Davar. We even said considered a Kenyan for Kiddushin. Meaning, if the if the chosen buys it with a credit card, it's considered a kinyan lichoira. So, um, yeah, okay. The seder. So, yeshakach to everybody. Have a safe trip home. Thank you very much, yeshakach. Okay, Purim Sameach. Next week. Next week, Tanisester. Next week is Tanisester. No. Um, okay, I'll let you know if there's going to be a shift. Okay. Okay. So, shakrach. Yeah. Be well. Thank you.
Bye. Bye.